Uh, hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. This is the new intro, I guess, because I'm still feeling self-conscious from last week's episode and how Mike brought up the way I start the show. So, um, today... Hello! Oh. We have I'm sorry. Uh, we it's it's okay. We have um Attila the Hun with us today. I thought uh, maybe Who is Attila? Be... I am This is Pierre. Oh, so oh, sorry. We have Pierre. I think there must have been a scheduling mix up. This is I am a descendant of Attila. No, that is probably what you are hearing is uh my great 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 grandfather, Attila. He conquered right. our homeland in France many moons Gaul, ago. I believe but they I called am it. now Pierre. Pierre, right? And you are the Pierre that started the Cleveland-based uh, ice cream company, correct? That is correct. Pierre's flowers and ice cream. Now, what happened to the flowers? Why didn't you stay in that business? Well, uh, it is very hard to make business in winter when flowers die. So mm. we come up with great French idea of why not keep flowers alive and just put them in ice cream. We oh. win Michelin star. Yes, yes. It's, it's flower ice cream. So we have flowers in the summertime, and then we put the flowers in the ice cream in the wintertime. Oh. And we keep business going. And then we send it back home to French brothers and sisters. And we save country. Yes, Did you know you French say, dying? Well, yeah, no, I, I actually think the French have been dying and, and basically losing for a very, very long time. Centuries, I think, actually. Yes, well, we get, we get bad rap for that. We, the, you, the, very misunderstood. Yeah, surrendering and and generally just no, kind no, of no, 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 no. being weak and you know kind of lame, I would say, kind of snobbish, See, stuck up. All the yeah. What they yeah. don't tell you about that is every battle that French has been in, where French have surrendered, the enemy have had aliens helping them out, so it was impossible oh, for French to win. Yes, right. so everyone's wondering, where are these aliens and UFOs? Have they ever made contact with humans? They have. What has happened is in every conquest Major France war. has participated in, they have given unsolicited assistance to French's enemies. Mm. And that is how France has lost. If, if it I, was even playing field from Earth, uh, only Earthlings, we would win right. in a landslide. Right, right, right. But of we course, would li- you guys... we would win strictly on mustaches. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, even from the time of the Musketeers, I think you guys had that in the bag. So that's um, yes, I think that makes sense. Well, uh, well, hey, thanks for for stopping by. One last question. Um, yes. the fl- the flower ice cream combo. Are you at all upset that you know that kind of overrated, not that good, definitely overpriced ice cream shop? known as Jenny's, has kind of copied a lot of your flour ice cream uh, flavors? No, no, it is okay. See, how we beat Jenny's is we spice it up a little bit. So see, Jenny's only puts flowers in ice cream. We put all parts of the plant. See, so we have thorn and roses ice cream. We have Mm. tulips and roots ice cream. We mm. have uh, stamen, uh, daffodils, stamen in there, daffodils and uh, bumblebees. We put uh, oh, crystallized okay, so not bumblebees even... in the ice cream. Oh, delicious! I'm sure they're a little crunchy, yes. a little bit of a textured contrast yes, as well. Yes, exactly. Okay. Then you don't know when you get a needle. Next thing you know, you need to pull mm. a needle out of your gums. Right, you need it. Make it very fun for the consumer. Yeah, yes, you're yes. going to anaphylactic shock. Well, that well, that's awesome. So, um. Uh, yeah, everyone, please check out Pierre's Ice Cream. They are uh, official sponsors of the Hanging Shavs podcast. This is Pierre himself. And uh, Pierre, if there's one flavor that you could recommend everyone try out next, what, what, what should they try out? Uh, I would say 
um, that you should try the hydrangeas and horse manure. That's my personal favorite. Wow. It really, I mean, the flavor really pops. It, it's yeah. subtle, but then you get these little pops of horse manure. Yeah. And, oh, it just really takes you a different place physically. Oh, I'm sure it tastes like, yeah, most of the, the street vendor food in France. Well, Pierre, thank you for stopping by today. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Take care. Well. Oh, Mike, yes. Thank we... you very much. I Hello to all your listeners. Please come to uh, Pierre's yes, shop. Yes. Okay. Get out. Get Mike. Get the gun. Get out. No, don't, bye. Don't. Bye, okay. Pierre. Right. Get the gun. Get the okay. Gun. Okay. All right. Bye, Pierre. Well, well, there you go, everyone. Um, We had a new intro. And as people have been requesting. He's great. Is, we isn't had our Pierre first... great? I... Yeah. Yeah. We had our first yeah. guest of the show. Everyone's like, you guys need a guest. You guys got to change it up. Bring a guest in there. How yeah. how are you guys going to incorporate guests when you, there's not even a structure to the show? Well, guess what? We just had one. And Little did they know. Yeah, and I think it went great. I think everyone liked him. I mean, that's... See, people probably wanted, oh, man, why can't I come on the show? Oh, let me get on the show. Oh, what could I... Everybody wants all the friends coming on the show. We thought yeah. one step further. We thought, how do we save small businesses across America? And by right. America, we mean isolationist Cleveland, Ohio. So yes. we thought, why not take all the small businesses in Cleveland, Ohio, put them on something similar to an organ list? You know, when you know you need a kidney or yeah, a heart. Yeah, like a or donor a list. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. A do- what did I say? An organ an list? An organ yeah. list. That's okay. okay. You know, when you're just really trying to look for an organ piano and they have to put you on that list and they're like, oh, well, you might get it and you might die before you get it. Um, it's, I think the three things are, uh, Green Bay Packers picks or tickets, uh, organ piano lists and literal human organ lists. Literal, Those are literal one, two, three and, and hardest to, uh, and I, uh, yeah, no. So we, so yeah, we, um, we're basically like that barstool guy. We're out here helping small businesses, um, that, you know, the majority of them probably was like, would have just gone out of business anyway, because they're like one of the who. You know who charges five dollars to get a shirt pressed? So, but but anyway, um, yeah, we're we're just good people. You know, we're here to we're here to support small business. And Pierre, Pierre's always been a good friend. Um, and he's always introduced us into a lot of of beautiful French cuisine and new ice cream flavors. And you know, Jenny's can sell her nine dollar pints all over the world now, and suckers like Michael keep buying them. But Pierre, with his, you know. His tubs of is it ice cream? What actually goes in here? Uh, why is it like fluffy? It should be more creamy. Yeah, his, his ice cream products are, are what the people actually need. So this summer, if you're feeling hot and overheated, go give Pierre's ice cream a try. And hey, maybe just let him know that that the Hanging Shavs podcast sent you. you. You know what the fluffy the fluffiness is in that flavor? I know what flavor you're talking about. You know what it is? Hmm. It's cotton. It's it's cotton. Uh, he puts cotton in his ice cream. It's, it's vanilla cotton. and cotton. That's the flavor. Mm. Yep. You know, everybody's like, oh, vanilla and honey. Oh, so basic. Nope. Pierre's a genius. He's a literal Mastermind. genius. And he puts cotton in it. He's he's giving you cotton mouth, and you don't even need to smoke the flour. It's just straight up. Yeah. It's it's in. It's baked in essentially too. Well, those. actually, that's the thing about his cones. You know how some people put uh, chocolate at the bottom of cones. You know that little chocolate. Yeah. Oh yeah. See what he does course. is actually. The cones are actually made out of a uh, blunt wrap. It's a large yes. blunt wrap. Yeah. And actually, it's when like you get a... to the bottom of it, what you can do is you light that little, uh, what do they call the little end of a blunt? What do they call that? The sucky part. No, nah, what's the end of it? Uh, the the mouthpiece. The... No, you know what it is. The <sighs> Stogie, the... not the, st- holy shit. The chocolate you remember that... rainbow. No. Oh, dude, you know the, what it is. Uh... The pinch, the pincher. Oh. The sticky icky. Am I getting closer? No, you're getting so further away. It, uh, is it the the Declaration of Independence? I got it. I got it. I got it. And I don't know if you're actually being serious or not. It's the roach. Ah, they call them the so roach. what his 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 cones are called roach cones. So it's a blunt mm. wrap. It's a it's a honey vanilla blunt wrap. And then you get to the bottom Delicious. of it. And instead of a little chocolate in there, it's a little bit of marijuana. And you go oh, ahead yeah. and you light it up, and then you got a little quick roach right there for you, and then you just burn the rest of the cone. It's again, yeah. it's just it's Pierre at his best. It's really just he's Pierre a, at his he's best. He's a mastermind. And that's what like he's when the genius. kids are like, Mom, Dad, the ice cream truck's here, and the mom and dad are like, All right, here's five dollars, and the kid's like 
five dollars, bitch. I'm gonna need at least fifteen for the high quality good. And they're and they're like, man, this Pierre has really got these kids wrapped around his finger. All right, well, make sure you grab me a cone. And then the kid comes back three hours later, and he also has a bag of Fritos and like a slushy from Circle K. And he's like. And his mom's like, where, where'd you, I literally thought you were just getting ice cream. And he's like, hey, man, just shut the fuck up. Just shut up, mom. Just shut, leave me alone. I'm going to my room. Shut up. Yeah. And that, that's okay, Pierre. Mom. He's a genius. That's the, the thing about Pierre is I feel like every time I've, he's always there for you. It's, it, you know, take the business aside. Just leave the business out of it. He's just a guy that's always there for you. That's really why we want to go ahead Absolutely. and support small businesses like that. And he's always he's I'm... always seems to be there for your like the women in your life. It's kind of you know he like if you have a girlfriend yeah. or a significant other, he's always kind of there for them too, which is concerning and it's a little he's a little too there for some of them. But you know he's French, so you just kind of have to be like, oh, that's just Pierre. But you know, eh, I, he's a good guy. That's I don't want to knock him. Caring. That's just him caring. Yes. You know, the hope. thing about Pierre is he's always said that he wants to penetrate markets that have never been penetrated before. So, yeah. you know, he's big on uh, penetrating the the cult organization markets. He, he really sees a consumer there and thinks, um, you know, these these socially isolated people, if we can get his ice cream into those organizations, you know, like um, Jonestown. Like and, yeah, uh, right. And right. and right and Nexium, Nexium, Nexium whatever the Nexium. fuck that one is called, yeah. Nexus, and the Catholic we'll Church, Nexus. yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. Right, he's a big, right. he's a he big really proponent. feels like if we could do that, yeah. And he's, he's I mean, always he's, wanted the Pope as uh, as his spokesman. He's always wanted that. He's really tried yeah. Really I, hard. I think he's had I some think sit down conversations. I think that was um, one of his original slogans was um, the the a cone so good the Pope will lick it, but. I think he's since updated that to reflect a little more of what you were talking about, which was, uh, I think his, I think his slogan is something like, "We'll penetrate anything, Pierre's or something like." That. I'm pretty sure that's it. It's like, "Yeah, mm, Pierre's, yeah. Mm-hmm. we'll penetrate anything." I think is what, mm-hmm. what he settled on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you can expect, you know, more and more great guests like this in the coming weeks. And you see the problem, you know, the problem with some of our friends that are like, hey, let me get on the pod. Um, the problem with that is that a lot of you aren't just aren't funny, you know? So that would be, <clears throat> that would be a, um, that'd be a difficult thing to, you know, besides, you know, obviously the logistics and you need, you need a good microphone. And, you know, beyond that though, you know, Mike and I are out here hitting three pointers from the other side of the court, nonstop. Like, we can't be tamed. They tamed a shrew, but they can't tame us. You know what I'm saying? They call me the the challenger of three pointers. I I never miss a a, a launch. I never miss a launch. Never miss yes, the launch. Yes, and it's always and, a spectacle. Yep. Yeah. I always get the crowd going. The and it's crowd always cheering. it's always yep. memorable, and it, it's poignant. Yeah. It's a poignant. Whenever you're shooting, it's a poignant thing. And people are like, man, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. And then the next yeah. generation is going to be like, I will also remember that and probably make jokes about it because I wasn't actually alive for it. So I can, I'm not as, yeah. it doesn't affect me as much. But that's basically what we're saying is, you know, until you guys have some in-game footage that you can send us of you guys hitting dingers, hitting things out of the park, you know, for an hour straight. It's going to be difficult for us to convince our managers to let some of you on the podcast. And, you know, that's, you know, we're all we're obviously all still friends, but that's that's just show business, baby. That's how it works. Should we start accepting video entries for possible guests? That seems a little. uh, That seems a little scary. I would say. Maybe. but. Like it has to be here's the thing is is what most people don't realize is while we're recording this, you know, you and I are also seeing each other and we're also with our eyebrows critiquing the the work we're doing simultaneously as we record this. So like, for example, right now, Mike has probably built, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, 
probably uh, built a 50-story house made out of matchsticks, like a matchstick mansion, I guess, is what it looks like. Uh-huh. I, and, call, I call it Monticello Matchstick. Yeah, yeah. It's the I, name for yeah, it. Beautiful. And, that, and, and this is something that, you know, he started this when we started the podcast. This is like 15 minutes ago he started doing this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm also doing something equally as impressive. So basically, if we're going to send, you know, if you're going to send us video samples, it can't just be you talking and being like, hey, did you see that the, the basketball player's knee went backwards? It's got to be you, you know, talking and, you know, like making cotton candy in the shape of like a swan or something like that. You know, mm. that's important. That's impressive. Yeah, you know, we're, we, we, you know, we set the bar high because if you set the bar high, then you have to jump over it, basically. You have, like, you have, there, what you if have you're, to jump over it. What if your feet hit the bar? What, what happens? Can it be a bar, but it's not a bar? It's actually just one long samurai sword? What? We should do that. If the, I feel like if Track and Field wants a better audience, they need to make it more, you know, gladiatory. That's what I was going to say. Any That's sport that gladiator. is struggling with views and stuff, ju- like just go back to the history books and take a page out of the gladiator games, basically. Did you like, see okay, that? Baseball's interesting. Baseball's interesting. Fun to watch. Yeah, sure. Okay. How much more exciting would baseball be if there were live lions in the outfield? Oh, oh yeah. Like, not obviously not off the chain, but you know how they've got those lines that are like just the floor will open up and then lines will come out. Can you imagine like a routine fly ball and then the floor opens up, a line comes out and rips the dude's leg off <laughs> right. and then he's got to make a, comes he's got to catch a fly ball with the guy's fence. leg ripped off. Right. Dude. Comes out of the outfield fence. They're like, it's going up and up. And then the center fielder is just taken down by a pack of wolves from the Alps. Yeah. I mean, is that, and then is that not more exciting? Oh, it's much better. It's it sounds watchable. It's not what you described previously, which was the basic game of baseball, was unwatchable. And now you've described I can't I can't turn away. My eyes can't turn away. Right. Okay, like hey, seventh inning stretch, let's have the mascots race around the field or a literal chariot race. Maybe perhaps a jousting competition. Um maybe oh, there's a matador and a bull. What are at the seventh what inning. are other games besides jousting that happen there? Do you think you'd be good at jousting? Uh, I don't think I'd be good at any of those things. Like, yeah, I guess you would kind of fit perfectly into the jester category, right? Like, I'd be like, oh my leash, like isn't it good? Rap. Like, I I think what I'd be best at is, you know, if one of the jousting guys. And I don't, first of all, I don't think they had jousting at the, at the gladiators. I just want to clear that up so people don't get angry with us. I don't think gladiators were jousting. Could be, but I, oh. I don't, I think that was a medieval thing. But I, I think I would definitely be a, a, yeah, one of those guys who was, um, his skill was just being quick to retort. So when like, you know, someone, uh, someone got beheaded, I would be like, oh, my liege off with his head. Oh, my liege, you're going to bet. And I would just kind of, you know. Did you skip just and dance that? around, skip and dance around, and um, pray to God that you know the guy doesn't wake up with a hangover that day and decide that it would be funnier to see my head on a pike, you know, than to mm. hear me say something. Yeah, that'd be a tough scene. Trying to just constantly satisfy a king that is also crazy because he has syphilis would be a pretty difficult <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you imagine that? Just like. Just one bad day. It's like you're not even like dealing. A, with, you're not. Yeah, it's like you've got a fucking king to begin with, and then next thing you know, he's got schizophrenia and syphilis at the same time, and you've got to expect what his next chess move's gonna be. Yeah, and you're like, oh, my liege, good to see you, and he's just like, who is this fucking clown? And you're like, I'm, I'm your clown, sire, and he's like, I have no clowns, and then you get taken to the like the guillotine, and you are killed, and then two days later, he's like. Mm, Chauncey, where is my clown? And he's like, my liege, you killed your clown. He's like, hmm, sad. Very sad. Well, fetch me another. Bring me another clown. Yeah, bring, I request another clown. And yeah, I mean, that was, 
that's it, folks. That's what you were working with back then. So Doesn't all of that, that to say, Doesn't all of that, that to bad. say that you know it would be it would be a royal honor for you to be on our podcast. So we will consider we you will know, consider all requests. You know, it's a funny common misconception that people have of like even Neanderthals too. It's like Neanderthals and like just for sake of conversation, you know, the gladiators and thing like that. People always think that those guys were like super super jacked they apparently weren't because they literally were so malnourished that it was impossible for them to be able to build enough like muscle, muscle mass up to even be jacked like people are like oh, oh yeah shit. they're just super strong it's like no they weren't fed so they had no way to even so they build i mean they probably the and muscle. they were shorter right they probably just looked like um I'm guessing they looked like a, a middle school basketball team. Like, Dude, it was probably a very embarrassing performance. And then you have everybody that's in the crowd, <laughs> I guess either in rags or just like feasting on grapes. And they all pro- and they just, everyone just smells like absolute shit, right? You know, like, and they mm, just. That's right. I forgot like, about yeah, that part. Kill each other. Yeah, yeah, That would be, yeah, everyone. So I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they had to all be scrawny little bitches. I mean, maybe not scrawny. Like, they probably have the same sort of strength that dads acquire, which is, like, the strength of, mm. um, okay, I'm not, like, ripped or yoked out of my mind, but I can hold my 50-pound kid for two hours if I need to, you know? Like, yes. just, like, dads get that endurance strength, which is, like, are you about to tell an assault story in... of your your dad assaulted no. someone in a grocery store? No, 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 no. I was going to tell the uh, you're not that guy story just because that's kind of what's hot on the block right now. So I was going to be like, you can also go up to somebody at a store and be like, you're not that guy. Yeah. Oh, I was talking yeah. more of like you can hold, um, you know, you can hold, the, you can walk around with your, ki- your kid on your shoulders for like three hours without getting tired. That kind of strength. I'm guessing it was mm. a lot more people had that kind of strength because it was like, you know, you if you wanted to go to the grocery store, it was more like, oh, I have to go buy half a, I have to go kill half a deer and bring it back to my house and then prepare it for you know twelve hours before I could eat it. I, I, I mean, oh man, everything really was just a massive pain in the ass back then. Basically, would you rather live as a Roman gladiator or as a uh, Native American chief? Nah, not even chief. Native American, uh, I don't know, hunter. You're just a, mem- you're a member oh, of the dude. tribe. Definitely the Native American, dude. Absolutely. I mean, one, I would know so much more badass shit. Like, I, w- I could just walk through the woods silently and just know how to live off the land because of just mm-hmm. generations of people passing cool stuff down. And I wouldn't just I, I wouldn't just be at the mercy of a of an emperor being like, yeah, this guy's mm. dead today. Mm. Now you know, yeah. yeah, you didn't specify a time period. Am I am I you know am I getting killed by the Spanish? Is that part of the the bargain? Because mm. if then, then maybe I don't know. That would suck. That wouldn't be great. Uh, you're actually transported uh, to the charge against Custer. Um, so you oh. just got to slaughter oh. a bunch of people. Yeah, are that'd you, be fun. Are you down? Oh. Oh, so you're down to slaughter? Jeez, wow, that's pretty. I dark, mean, man. wow, Custer Jeez. shouldn't Custer oh. shouldn't have been there. Custer shouldn't have been there. Wrong place, wrong time. You know, this could be a dumb question, but it's a dumb question that's being asked on purpose. I know, I realize how dumb it is. Uh, is there any relation between Custer and Custard? Yep, he created is any, it. Is that a, it's a Custer? That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. He actually created again. He um he was trampled so much by the horses. Mm of the people that killed him that it squirted all his insides out in a little fluffy kind of uh pillowy kind of dairy queen looking uh puff. Oh uh, yeah. And Soft serve, yeah. and yeah, and someone was like that there's all that remains of custard. And then it was kind of passed down and passed down and and then when the French, you know, created this this bake whatever the fuck this whipped cream thing. Someone mm. was like, "Ah, oh, that looks like Custer after his last stand," and uh, and so that's kind of how it came to be. And if you di- if you think that that's not correct, you can write us 
at P.O. Box 872, Toluca Lake, California, 91274. And we will be sure to uh, write back with also signed headshots of both of us. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you, ever, did you ever write in? Have you ever written into anything? Uh, no, I'm not a big... Uh... Not a big write-into-things guy. Not a big writing guy. Uh, I wrote a note for some friends recently, uh, and they came back and said that I write like a fourth grader. So... (laughs) Wait, wait. Yeah, that kind of destroyed any possible confidence I was going to have for uh, writing for people. Wait, 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 wait. What, what... (laughs) What kind of note did you write? Like a letter? Uh, yeah, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty much like a letter. I, I, I gifted everyone, um, an article. I gifted a group of friends an article and then wrote a little note accompanying that article. And you mailed Saying us. hello. I did. I did. It, it's actually horrible idea because it took so long. Like horrendous. I had to go buy manila envelopes. Oh my and gosh. And then I had to go ahead and write a note individually for like, I didn't realize how many people were in the group. It's like 24 people, so I had to write in. Oh, it just, Holy shit. It was so, so I think at, at a certain point, I started just being like, fuck this. I'm going to write a shitty letter that like looks shitty, you know? And then yeah. I was also so confused how like some people that are like So, so one of these people that you sent something to like on, out of your goodwill then got back to you and was like, you write like a child. That's pretty fucked up. Well, they said, oh, it was how thoughtful. It's so nice. That's a but. great note. And then they were like, but <laughs> you're right. Your writing strikes me as a four-year-old or a fourth grader writing it. Me- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the big, the, the biggest thing that could lead to that, I guess, would just be a lack of, um, a lack of diversity in your nouns and verbs i would guess or adjectives and verbs i would say like that's the only thing that makes people seem smarter when they write is like how many how many different adverbs and adjectives and verbs can you add in somewhere so instead of being like the dog walked through the park you're like the canine pranced over the fence and ensconced himself within the beautiful park, right? Like, that's all it is, is really just knowing more words to put in something. Yeah, you could get, I mean, you're definitely right. I feel like it's the the noun choice is what's really important. That's how you really come off as super intelligent, because I feel like if you over-abuse the adjectives, that's when people are like, ah, look at this jackass. He's not as smart as he actually seems. He's just using some important adjectives. But if you use good nouns, if you're a good noun user, that's where you really excel. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe I can I'm see crazy. that. Maybe um, was... maybe buy a book of nouns. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how to help. Do they there. sell those? Can I get that at the <laughs> local gas station? A book of nouns. Uh, uh yeah. Give me a pack of the Marlboro twenty uh, sevens <laughs> and uh, what's that? What's that behind that? Is that is that a is that a book of noun? Yeah. What letter give is me that? Give me that too. C C nouns. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. I that's been. Yeah, I could use some C nouns. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'm 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 going to my cousin's recital. You know what? Yeah, give me the C and the B's. Give me give me C and B's. It's gonna be like a four hour recital. There's no fucking way I'm listening to a violinist that can't even play. Have you seen her fingers? They're like little <laughs> sausage things. I could go ahead and wrap them in some phyllo dough and you know cook Ooh, them up and eat them. Now we're talking. Now we're talking uh, about some cocktail food. Ooh. I had a I had a friend. I had a friend. I just gotta go ahead and just hit the hit the break button. I had a friend today that said um, a mustard was not recommended to put on a bratwurst because it was too horseradishy. What's your what's your takeaway there? Okay, so he's talking about a specific kind of mustard? It's like a specific yeah, brand. I, it was a specific kind of mustard that I had never heard before. It might have been called Coleman's. Okay. And I said, "Oh wow, that looks good. That wow." And he had recently had brat night. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, did you put that on your brats? And he said, it's too powerful to go on brats. And my brain fired and be like, is that even possible? Is a mustard too powerful for brats? Wouldn't that be I the would say brat? there are there are definitely mustards that are too powerful for brats. 
but if they're too, too powerful for a brat, what what is their moment? How when when do they? Well, take for example, like a Dijon mustard is super pungent, super super potent, super mustardy. You can even make like your eyes water, like just very astringent. I think that's the right what word. What goes in Dijon? Uh. I don't know, some certain kind of mustard seeds and vinegars or something. Uh, anyway, I'm sure this is riveting mm. for the listeners, but it's very pungent. But it yeah, gets, my bad. It gets, no, 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 your question was good. I just don't know, like, you know, we could sit here and talk about mustard. I mean, you and I could talk about mustard for an yeah. hour, and it would be very interesting this to both of us. But in order to make it entertaining, you know, we'd have to, you know, and completely cover ourselves in it and wrestle to the death. Then it would be entertaining for, for other people. But I, but the do we, Dijon, Roman, do we get Roman swords or do we get bow and arrows? Do we, we get actually Native get American massive bratwurst, we get... massive sausages. Oh, oh and we have shit. to beat okay. each other to the death with a massive sausage while we're covered in mustard. See this, like even that, that right there is like an even more entertaining than anything baseball's ever done during the seventh inning stretch. Like, why can't you just have a baby pool of Bertman's mustard? wheeled out into the center of the field and two guys fight with massive bratwurst. Like that that's even baseball themed. To me that just seems like why not? Do it. Seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, why not do it? Like you're just oh, you're going to oh, hey, welcome back. Oh, uh, here we're going to shoot well, you another t-shirt well. from the t-shirt cannon again. Oh, it's a double XL. Well, I guess your kid yeah. can use it as a blanket. Like Yeah, the they got to stop doing that. They need to stop doing that. Now, it would be cool if, like, they they had a bunch of t-shirt cannons out there, and half of them shot t-shirts, and half of them shot rattlesnakes. I mean, that even now like that, that now that changes up the game a little bit. Now people are like, That's a good idea. ooh, do I, like, I really try to go get this, what they're shooting out of this right now? Or do I, tr- like, do I start climbing and frantically clawing away from people around me because... There's going to be like 15 rattlesnakes that come out of the cannon instead of a t-shirt. That, I mean, not a bad idea. I like this idea. You wouldn't have a guy that would take off his shirt and rub his fat, obese belly everywhere and dance like Cardi B just to be able to get a t-shirt because he now knows that he might get rattlesnakes. So maybe he's a little bit more humbled and uh, mature and relaxed. Yeah. You know, he settles down a little bit. He... um... I think there's a lot of things that they could they could do with that. You know when they have like the inner the um the 50/50 raffle? I feel like a lot of sporting events do that. We're like, "Hey, get in, buy oh, your yeah. tickets for the 50/50." It's um it's I think that should be something where like, "Okay, if you win, yeah, you win half the money, and if you lose, you know, if you're the biggest loser, I don't know how they'd figure that out, but you're the you know, you bought the most tickets yet lost." You know, then you have to go in and you have to, you know, you're given a spear and you have to fight 15 Oompa Loompas, you know, who are trained in, in hand-to-hand, you know, grizzled knife combat. See, like, wait, can, can, wait, can the Oompa Loompas just die then? Or are we just killing a bunch of Oompa Loompas? Like, what? Well, Seems I like mean, it's, it's Oompa Loompa genocide. Well, it's better than the alternative that they faced in Loompa Land. You have to remember, you know, they may be... They may they may have been basically indentured servants at at the chocolate factory, but that was still better than yes. what they you know what was going on in Loompa Land, according to Willy Wonka. That's a good point. I forgot that Willy is still the warlord of Loompa Land. The uprising, well, the uprising of 2012. I, I forgot how bloody and uh, punishable that was. Terrible. I mean, social media played a huge part in that, fortunately, but they you know they just couldn't overcome the Wonka's regime. And, you know, Wonka is, Wonka is, of course, one of the billionaire owners of one of these new baseball teams. So this is just, you know, the money just continues to flow. Did you see, did you see that uh, Wonka hasn't paid taxes since 1994? Oh, well, I mean, that's, that's part of the reason why he still has his company headquartered in Loompa land, you know, a little loop, uh, a Loompa hole, as they call it for the Mm -hmm. taxes. So he Mm -hmm. doesn't have to, he doesn't have to pay any taxes. And every time they, they come and they go, Willie, man, um, Gonna be honest, you're 62 and you're still going by Willie, so just yeah, maybe I don't know. Think about that a little bit, but uh, but we noticed that you haven't let any of our inspectors into your building to make sure that the premises are 
safe and up to FDA regulations. Then he just goes, Ahem, you sound like you could use five meals in one piece of candy. And they're like, Willie, you tried this. You tried this trick last time. And our inspector, he, he's been in a coma for six months. You, you know, you need to let us in. We need to look at the building. And he's like, oh, I think someone needs a drink out of the chocolate river. It's it, the, actually the more you think about that whole premise, the like the more realistic of an actual billionaire business owner he looks. <laughs> when he just like like he just ha- he just like has a settlement with all of the kids in the come to the chocolate factory. He's pretty much just I don't know why they don't combine Willy Wonka with Animal Farm and make that movie instead mm. of That's exactly what I was thinking. Constantly reinventing Willy Wonka doing prequels. Why don't they put Timothy oh, Chalamet no, I was thinking of, and uh, combine a script? Oh. What was I? I was thinking of. Uh, I thought Animal Farm's the one with all the, uh, the jungle worker. Oh yeah, did we talk? We might have talked about this on an earlier episode. I think it's called the jungle. It's whatever by yeah, Upton Sinclair right. or Sinclair. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean that would yeah. be a fun mix of just like a dark. Uh, Upton Sinclair take on Wonka. You know, they're making all these like things into dark movies now, like the Joker. And what if they did like an anti hero look at? Didn't they do that? Wasn't there a. Wasn't the Johnny Depp Wonka like the. Didn't they have some weird backstory about like Count Dooku being his dad and he was like a dentist or something? It was kind of dark. I think it was a Tim Burton movie. Uh, Time out. Time out. Uh, are you. Are we trying to go into a bit right now or did you actually just ask if Willy Wonka's dad from the Johnny Depp movie was Count Dooku who was a dentist I so and I'm not trying to shame you I'm just like 100% curious and now super interested I've never seen the Johnny Depp version of Wonka with the Tim Burton but you just named a villain from Star Wars and then said that he was a dentist (laughs) And then also said that he was Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka's father. So I think you also just came up with another awesome movie. No, 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 Mike, Mike, that's the real movie. That is the movie is the, is count the guy, Christopher, what's his name? Not Christopher Plummer, Christopher Lee, the guy who plays Count Dooku is Willy Wonka's dad. And he's like a mean dentist that doesn't let him eat candy. That's like that's that's is Willy he... Wonka's origin story in that movie. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at Count Dooku right now. Yeah, pretty nut. I mean, pretty um I don't know if that was in the actual Who's... book or whatever, but pretty wild. It doesn't Dooku just kind of make you think of poop. It makes me it think does. of poop. It does. It's like it, it makes me think that he's he's Count Poop. Yeah. Count Poop. Count Doodoo. Yeah, it kind of sounds yeah. it's kind of like a goofy name for such a supposedly serious guy. You know, like Darth Maul, Darth Maul is a good name because you're like, oh, this dude's going to, he looks like an animal. Yeah, dude, like Palpatine. Are you kidding me? Palpatine, like Palpatine is <laughs> First of all, it's royally Palpatine. evil. That's, that's not Palpatine. That's what I said. <laughs> He's not an orange juice. It's Palpatine. It's uh, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Come Would to you Florida. like your Drink emperor our, uh, with or without Palpatine? Palpatine. <laughs> Drink our emperor Palpatines. <laughs> I'm filled with uh, Do you like some C. Palpatine, no Palpatine, or all Palpatine? Yes, Luke, you will learn to embrace the pulp. You will learn to like it getting stuck between your teeth. No! Dude, that could no, be... No, I never will! Yes, yes, come to the dark side of the pulp. Dude, have you ever tried to, like, fall into the Star Wars, uh, like, wormhole? I've had a couple times where I've gone onto their wiki pages... It's pretty incredible. Oh yeah, I mean the how level de- how deep the the rabbit hole goes. Yeah, it's just like the level of virginity required to produce just even a fraction of the things on that site are honestly marvelous. Like it's it's a true marvel to to just like be able to click on any name on any page and pull up like a thirty minute long documentary essay about a fake character in a fake world that some guy would probably fight you to the death on if you, you know, you argued that they weren't as important as they think they are. It's 100%. a It's a crowning hu- human achievement really that that exists. 
I think those are equally as impressive as running Fortune 500 companies. Like the top tier runners of those like wiki pages are as equally as impressive as running Fortune 500 companies. I saw oh, I mean they definitely well, sure. I mean opinion. they definitely know they definitely know more than the Fortune 500 guys do. Like yeah, they probably know that sometimes four fake languages. They probably know you know the the rulers of 500 fake planets like they're they're the breadth of their knowledge now granted none of it's real or meaningful in any way but the breadth of their knowledge i'm sure far surpasses you know the guy who runs procter and gamble whoever the fuck that is you know yeah uh, here we go again. That's two episodes in a row. I almost said something that would have been really just not okay. So I'm going to hold back and not say that again. Um, I think you're right. Uh, do you ever think that like all Fortune 500, not all, but the majority of them are just like Oz's? And what I mean by that is just like great and powerful beings behind the man behind the curtain. Like they're, they're not like they're not. Yeah, they're not actually. I don't know, but then who is actually that smart? Like somebody's got to be actually that smart to run that stuff. I think, but maybe it's, it's just uh, the whole greater machine that is running it more than. Oh, now the you're person. getting into. Now you're getting into some real good stuff. Let's yeah, let's oh, try wait, to use oh, our. Oh, let's tr- hold on, something's something's coming out of my ears, and oh, oh yeah, there it is. Uh, that's my brain. Uh, yeah, oh, my brain is it's poured yeah, out on your brain. counter. Here, yeah, use I that silly. Use that straw. Yeah, use that straw. I got you know the goofy one, the one that. Yeah, use that. Oh, slurp, right. slurp it up. Slurp it back up. There we go. Your nose. <laughs> nice. There you I go. actually took you... one of those uh, dentists. I took the d- uh, dentist suckers, and uh, I actually just <laughs> stuck that oh. in there with Dude, a Q-tip at about... the end, and it it got everything. Talk about like a uh, fun thing to have in your house, like hooked up. How can you like make a, that more fun, though? How can you make that more fun instead of just a regular dentist sucker? Um, maybe if it had, uh, maybe if it had, maybe like if it a, was a, it was, a, it was an adult, an adult. I was just say, maybe if it looked like a woman's face and <laughs> was a little bit bigger, and yeah, didn't just go. I but mean, made more of like dude, a that, that's, like a little different yeah. of a sound. Yeah, maybe that would be. Uh, I mean, that's cool. gotta be that's gotta be in one of those sex warehouses that are like on the side of the road in like Arkansas, right? Like that's gotta. I'd be love in to there. go to one. There's of those. no way somebody hasn't. You trying to go to a lion's den or something sometime soon and just like <sighs> just check it out? Just I be would like, be very freaked out. It you know would just what? Be I uncomfortable experience. What if we went there, but we own like we treated it as just kind of like a uh, a road trip rest stop, and so we just went in to use the bathroom and then try to get a couple snacks, and we'd have to only buy the edible things that they have in there. Like it's like, uh, hey, uh, you guys got any coffee here? Uh, just passing through, looking for a caffeine boost. They're like, I got something else that's big and black, and you're like, oh, go. okay, yeah, well. Okay, do you How think it'll ounces? wake me up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not ounces, inches. Okay. Uh, no. Well, uh, does it come with any cream? Uh, no, but it, you can, it, 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 it can make But you can cream. pump it and it does. You, you just got to pump it. If you want cream, you got to pump it. I'm now so, just okay. kind of realizing I've, I've how, how weird and sexual a lot of the coffee terms are. A little strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's just made by sex addicts. That's what little, people don't tell you. Little strange. Now, is it just us? Here's the thing. Okay, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Number 69 comes up during anything, mm. anything that's going on. Mm. My brain is immediately, every single time, like, huh, yeah, nice, 69. Can Are... I ask you an honest question before we get more into this? Yeah. Have you ever 69 Yeah. Nice. Have nice. you? <laughs> nice. Nice. No. Yeah, knuckles. Knuckles. But nice. 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 Have you? Yeah, yeah. You have not. You have microphone not. Microphone knuckles. I have not. I have not. I have not. It seems. It seems. Um. Physically, quite the challenge. It's uh. It's overrated. I think most people would probably. Is say there any, that It's overrated. Ah. There's you some can, suffocation concerns that arise with me. There's some suffocation concerns. Walk me through how you're picturing it. How are you picturing it? 
how much do you want me to walk you through? <laughs> Whatever you deem appropriate for the show. I feel so I've been in this situation before. I feel like this <laughs> is one of the uh Mike doesn't understand <laughs> what is sexual. I just want to know. Walk me through. Walk me through how you're picturing. See now it. I'm scared. Now I'm scared. No, you know what? We're just gonna. Walk we're me just gonna. Uh, we're gonna jump on another topic. We're okay. gonna. Okay. Well, let's say you know. Uh, let's say someone's sitting on your face and sucking your penis. Let's just yeah. say a hypothetical. Yeah. Case. Okay. That's that's how I interpret it. Yes. 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 Okay. okay. Yeah. You know, you don't see how there could be suffocation concerns there. Sure, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, sure. You know what I think there should there should be a, there's you know how they do airplane warnings where it's like oh, put it around your neck, inflate. Put your the tube. mask on before assisting the children. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, that's actually really it, it seems risky a, to me. I feel like you know most people can't can't remember a series of steps that well. So I feel like when uh, that does happen, a lot of people like 20 minutes later will be like. Look over and their kids just their kids just passed out and they're like, Oh, I knew I forgot to do something. Shit. I knew oh, I forgot. God. I knew there was something I was supposed to do after like putting on their own mask. That's as far they're like, Oh, damn, I knew there was something I forgot. But yeah, maybe I should have um, listened when they were giving the training. Yeah. What um what were we talking oh, oh. Sixty nine yeah. It's overrated. Oh it's a little overrated. All mm, all of okay. that to say that why did I bring that up again? Why was that even in conversation? We were talking about um I can't remember. We were gonna talk about something. You were saying something with sixty nine and then I cut you off and asked if you ever did it. And oh, then... oh, oh, I remember, I remember. It, 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 do you think there are people out there that like when the number sixty nine comes up, they uh, it's just like they're just like, Oh, just another number. That's it. Uh, yeah, my, my parents. So the, like they, they're at no Every, point. Anyone, anyone over the, anyone over the age of like 40. No, 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 no. Cause like, are you, are you saying you age out of it or are you just saying it wasn't popular? I'm just like, saying cur- people, people that are over the age of 40 People don't... who are currently over the yes. age of 40. Correct. Okay. So you're not saying that like when I turn 40, my brain's going to like wipe it and I'm just going to be like 69 is just a number. Uh, you don't have to, but I think a lot of people will actually probably not because I actually feel like a right. lot of people have actually, uh, you know, those people that are just like really big boners when you were a kid and were just like trying to be more mature than they actually were. Yeah. And then now you oh, see yeah. them and they're all like huge potheads. Yes. I would hope that there isn't a back. What is it? Just regression? Is regression where you're? Yeah, regression. Yeah. I hope there's yeah, not a regression of yeah, maturity yeah. where you used to have a lot of people that like usually were shitheads, then regress into being boners when they're older. That would be unfortunate. Well, I think the I think the uh, I think the boner shithead like boner. I think that's just kind of a cycle. Like, um, I think you're just. I think those people are always just somewhere on the. I should say spectrum of boner to shithead i don't think they you know you really kind of you just kind of ping back and forth like a game of pong from one side to the other and it's like oh this part of my life i'm a boner this part i'm a shithead and i broke up and now i'm a boner again like i feel like it's pretty cyclical for those people but um uh i i don't that's kind of the angle i was trying to get at is like oh do you think that like there are people out there who can success, like who successfully went from, okay, for this period of my life, whenever I saw the number 69, I was like, 69. And then by maturing myself and putting myself above that, now when I see 69, it's kind of like your parents where it's just like, oh, it is just a number. I don't, I don't know if that's possible, is it? Like, I think that Always there'll be some little voice or something in the back of their head that's like, oh, 69. And recognize that yes. it is like, oh, 69. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Unless there is some kind of men in black mind wipe that would <laughs> right. eliminate it. There's, there's just no way that they don't. Oh, dude, you know what I just it. thought of? You know what would be worse probably than getting your whole memory wiped? would just be like getting all 
like pop culture references and like innuendos and jokes wiped. I feel like that would be terrible. Like people would just be making references to things. Cause like think of just how layered left references get throughout your entire life. So like, you know, when we make a joke, uh, you know, to each other, it could have five different pieces that play into it from other stuff that we all kind of subconsciously add together and go like, Oh, that's why that's funny. Cause it's, you know, has all these different components in it. Imagine you just had no point of reference and, you know, someone made a joke, like someone quoted something or made a joke and you just had to be like, what? What are you talking about? I feel, I I feel that way about a lot of people on Reddit sometimes, honestly. Like they just have no (laughs) fucking point of reference. There are so many unfunny people on that website and you use that site that it's like, oh, you have to have no context for any of this or else... There's no way you could be commenting and saying what you just said. Yeah, Sad existence. that's that's not very surprising. Reddit being kind of a funny and unfunny place at the same time is not. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of people shocking. who just don't ha- like they just don't have. I don't want to fucking just talk about this again, but just they don't have a sense of humor. And it's like, I, I'm honestly curious, like, why don't why don't like what ha- what happened to you? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What was your upbringing that you got this far and you have no context, you have no good sense of feeling, like, what the fuck happened to you? But, you know, that's a, maybe that's a conversation for another day. Um, let's try to inject some vigor and, and some comedy into the last, uh, the last few minutes of this, uh, this episode here. Um, okay. Um, can I take the baton on that then? Yeah, here you go. I'm passing it to you uh, like a relay race. It's a relay race in gym class where oh, everyone... Oh, I hope I don't drop it. Oh, Everyone shit. looks up and I hope they, I don't they go, oh, oh, Matt's on our relay team, so we'll... I don't drop... Oh. oh, We'll put him... Uh, where do we put him? First? What? What? Where's the best pay- place to put the slowest guy? First? At the, at the concession stand. Nope, just put him at the concession stand. <laughs> just make like, sure it has a nacho cheese machine. They're like, Matt, Don't Matt, put him what? on the track. No, Matt, that's not the baton. That's a hot dog. That's the, You just grabbed the hot I'm just <laughs> running with, just feeding myself from a hot dog as I'm running. Basically what happened, basically. I'm sorry, what, were, what, did, I, what did you want to close on? So, I was recently in a conversation um, with an, an older individual, um, and they were recently very interested in um, Russian SARS. If I asked you what the word uh, hemophilia means, what would be your response? Uh, something like a love of blood or something? Something to do with... Uh, hemo is like blood or... I think it could also was used for relations sometimes. And then philia, isn't that like love? Isn't that love related? Is it like uh, a blood fetish like, or something? Is that supposed to be associated with uh, like the Latin explanation of it? Or is that yeah, how you're I breaking think, it down? I think those are both the Latin roots. I, I think, is that, or is, are you, is that the, oh wait, a hemophiliac. Hemophiliac isn't that a person? Oh, who's, it might be who's... obsession with blood. No, no, no. Hemophiliac is is someone who's like blood doesn't clot or something, right? Yeah. Wow. Very impressive. That is it. A disorder in which blood doesn't clot normally. So I kind of it's it's late right now. I think my brain just went into complete pudding. I think my brain is not clotting. So you <laughs> asked for a funny it's topic. Not, it's good that your brain's yeah. not clotting. Yeah, Mike, let's close the show on something <laughs> funny to give some memorable laughs. Just... And you're like, let's talk about a degenerative birth defect let's, that kills people. Let's talk about let's talk about how you not being able to stop bleeding. Let's talk about people that can't stop <laughs> bleeding. Doesn't Jesus. that sound fun? What, wait, what does that have to do with what does that have to do with the other thrilling topic of Russian SARS that you decided to bring up at the end of the show? What is so that? apparently, what? apparently, 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 apparently the last Tsar of Russia, Nicholas, uh, had hemophilia. And I guess that's how, like, the whole Rasputin trick thing came in, how Rasputin was, like, a a mystic or whatever. Yeah, how he yeah. brought down, you know, the Russian monarchy or whatever. I guess it worked in somehow where maybe he was able to stop Nicholas's hemophilia. 
I I need to pull the plug here. This is just getting worse. <laughs> this is not getting better. What the fuck is happening? This is what happened. This went really downhill. This, this is... This, this, sometimes, you know, sometimes we just have episodes like this where an hour's gone by and both of us are just like, what the fuck? Did, like, we completely forgot we were recording an episode of something for people. I think we just kind of... Yeah. We just... This, is, this was an episode where we just... It's a relay race with just us two passing each other batons and not realizing that there's 50,000 spectators in the stands and we're also supposed to be doing a race when we've been running around in a circle, like uh, uh, not yeah. even on the racetrack. Sometimes that happens, though. You know, sometimes you have you have episodes like that. Stuff like this happens. My biggest question related okay. to the stuff that you just said is okay. wh- when do you spell it T-S-A-R versus C-Z-A-R? I feel like that's a question. Do you actually you would know, know what the answer is? No, I felt. Do you I felt. Know what the I, answer is no. I felt like that might be something that you would know. I wish I knew what that answer was. I don't have the slightest idea. The first thing that came to my mind, which I'm pretty positive is not right, but it's the region of Russia you come from. That's my first uh-huh. guess, and I know it's a wrong. Tsar versus a Tsar. All right, you know yeah. what? S- since we're here, since we're here. And we don't want to leave the people with a cliffhanger of, uh, on this riveting, what has been an exceptional and riveting podcast. Is this the one we right. started out? Is this the one we started out saying that people need to be funny to be on this podcast? This is this we, the episode we had Pierre on. Yes, this is the Pierre. We might have episode. to. We might have to edit. We might have to edit that out of the show. Unfortunately, um, because we did not live up to the hype. Um, okay, here we go. Sar, C-Z-A-R, is the most common form in American usage and is the one nearly always employed in the sense of a tyrant. But Sar, T-S-A-R, is preferred by most... Did I say say Tar? Sar. I can't even fucking... We need to end this. It was close enough. You were close enough. Is preferred by most scholars of Slavic studies as a more accurate oh. transliteration of the Russians. So there you have it, folks. Don't let anyone, you know, anyone who you're friends with that you go, hey, did you check out the last episode of Hanging Shavs? And they go, no, that show's a little all over the place and it's kind of, kind of lost me, you know, several times in every episode. And I was don't let them say that to you because after, you know, after what we've done here today, I think we have solidified our place as probably one of the greatest comedy podcasts of all times. Um, you know, people people always talk about that breakthrough moment, you know, that moment that they really broke through. Obviously, right. that's what that word means, breakthrough. Right. I think this was that moment. I clearly just by my description of breakthrough, <laughs> you felt that you really you really felt that that was this moment. So it's great that I just walked our audience through what the word breakthrough means. This was our I'm own glad I did that. This was our own challenger moment. You know where yeah. everyone everyone looking at it was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." I can't believe I just witnessed that happen. They're so dead. But for us, you know, the people on the Challenger, we're sitting here like, I don't even really know what's happening. Heaven is great. (laughs) We've reached Nirvana. All of you guys are worried about. This is amazing. (laughs) You guys are looking on going. And then then Elvis (laughs) turns to them and goes, no, man, you're dead. (laughs) <laughs> all right well folks like, oh um, shit i thought this was space no no dog you're dead <laughs> no nah, nah, man you big dead uh. <laughs> all right all right well um um well folks i hope you learned something today about yourself about the world, about us, and about uh, hemophilia and the word breakthrough. Yeah, whatever you learned might be best this time to keep it to yourselves. And uh, with that being said, Mike and I will see you all again next week. 
with another Space Shuttle Challenger disaster of an episode. Yeah, ne- next week we're going to cover Apollo 13. So get ready, and we'll have a new small <laughs> business be. guest. Just remember, guys, it's going to be grand. All right, we'll see you later, folks. All right, bye.